Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you again today. You know, they chase the wind, these climate changers. They don't seek for truth, but they strive to deceive. If you speak against them, they will not debate, but scream and call you names or block you on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. They cannot and they will not tolerate a difference of opinion or truth and facts, which is really doesn't uh, go well with them. If you disagree, you are immediately labeled. Isn't labeling and discounting people another form of bigotry and hatred? We know they stand against that, right? Not only if you disagree, but in many cases, according to AOC, the haters of the Constitution and the Electoral College, where you live will set you apart or beneath. They are chasing the wind and they expect you to join them. And they will punish you if you are a denier. Chasing the wind. I kind of got a got on that today because that was the phrase that kept coming to my mind. My mind works in different ways, I guess, than other people's. But chasing the wind is a task that is meaningless. It's void of purpose and virtue. A circular path leading to no particular destination. In Ecclesiastes, it says, Generations come and go, but the world stays the same. The sun rises in the east and it sets in the west. All the rivers flow to the sea, only to be swept up and start the process all over again. Of course, Ecclesiastes, he's, he's a downer. He's, got, he's a little depressed about things. But chasing the wind... Why did I choose that today? Well, I read an article this morning with the president, once again, the bad guy, according to some people. Why? Because he chooses America over the ignorance and foolishness of the movement of climate change and the Green New Deal. President Donald Trump said, we're the number one energy producer in the world. He says, I'm not going to lose that wealth on dreams, on windmills, which, frankly, are not working all that well. He's literally correct about the windmills. Their turbines, which cannot be built without steel and without coal, are not efficient and waste of tax dollars. As Daniel Turner and others have explained, without and even with government dollars subsidizing wind energy, it cannot pay for itself. They will leave you cold in the winter and hot in the summer. I read this this morning. Your diamonds are not in far distant mountains or in yonder seas. They are in your own backyard, if you but dig for them. Well, the climate changers don't want you digging for any gold or diamonds or coal or oil. America is number one, but that doesn't mean we forget tomorrow or the future. But... We need to understand 
the lies we're being fed about the vast green conspiracy. Climate change is more about policy changes. They are using their paid-for hoax, their CO2 crisis, to take, to tax, and to control which will eventually cause an extreme crisis of great economic proportions. It is Socialism 101, my friends. Today, keeping his feet on the ground and never spitting into the wind, we have Common Sense Powers, the future Daniel Turner. Daniel, how are you doing today? Beth Ann, thanks for having me on, and what a great intro. It's always a pleasure to be with you for this hour. Well, I know that you've learned not to spit into the wind, so I (laughs) (laughs) climate changers have not learned that too much yet. (laughs) No, they haven't. And actually, my my last op-ed for Fox News was a Don Quixote comparison. And, you know, he was the one chasing the windmills and trying to trying to take them down because he was delusional. And and now we have Bernie Sanders, who's also chasing windmills uh, just for different reasons. And so (laughs) whether it's Ecclesiastes or just great literature, we've heard these lessons over and over again, and yet we seem to be repeating them. You know, it it is crazy. And uh, I thought the president's comment on the wind turbines was priceless. And and yeah, he's the bad guy once again, because he said that. But we are number one. You've told us that, that we've all of a sudden we've turned it around and we're number one in energy around the world. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that something you would think everyone would go out and and celebrate? Um, I understand the 2020 candidates can't celebrate because... Otherwise, why are they running for office? So they have to find the negative and the doom and gloom. Um, But that's unfortunate. You know, it's unfortunate that they are cheering for a recession. It's unfortunate that they they have to campaign as America, as this terrible place, this racist place, this whatever place, um, when in fact life is pretty great right now. And when it comes to the energy industry, (laughs) it's tremendous. Now, I'm I'm certain that you kept track of what was going on at the G7 summit, and uh, I was watching last night. Of course, if you watch the mainstream media, it was all doom and gloom, and President Donald Trump was just a, a dud. Nobody wanted to listen to him or anything, and I heard him, and I didn't catch her name. She's on many times. She was just being interviewed, and she says, oh, my gosh, and she just lit up. She says, oh, my gosh, you know, he was in charge. It was a tremendous success for President Donald Trump. Everybody wanted to talk about climate change and he wanted to talk about world trade and he says she, she said he got what he wanted. Yes. <laughs> so I thought it was kind of funny the way she interpreted all that. No, it was wonderful and you know I watched his entire press conference and um, and I even tweeted this out but there is no politician alive who would, I'm not saying could, who would voluntarily do a press conference that is that hostile, um, mm. that, that, that aggressive, but also that completely diverse of topics, in, in its topics, without uh, a teleprompter or in the good old days of President Obama, having the question submitted in advance that he could then choose. If, if you and your great listeners remember, <laughs> he would scroll his finger down the podium, and then he would say, uh, Beth Ann, CSC Radio, why don't you ask your question? And then Beth Ann would politely stand up, curtsy, and say, thank you, Mr. President, and then ask about his favorite flavor of, of orange juice, right? Um, <laughs> yes. To have this president... How does it feel that you're the pr- popular president? <laughs> How does that make you feel at night? 
to have him just just get bombarded by nasty and hostile questions. And and an example of this, and I know we're getting a little off topic, but it is fun okay. to make fun of the press. Um, <laughs> a PBS reporter, I forget her name, she asked about um, uh, Russia being booted from the G8, which now makes it a G7. And he talked about what President Trump said. Well, Russia was booted from the G8 because you know, under President Obama, they annexed Crimea, and this was a crime against the rules. And he said, but President Obama did nothing. It has happened. And then she said, well, as a follow-up, Mr. President, don't you think it's unfair that you would attack President Obama? Don't you think President Obama – and I thought, boy, you're using your follow-up question to defend President Obama, right? <laughs> Remember all those times the press <laughs> used the follow-up in, in the Obama at White House to defend President Bush. Oh, Mr. Obama, isn't that unfair to blame everything on President Bush? And I thought, boy, you're showing your true colors. So much so the oh president even laughed and said, oh, I know you like Obama. Um, it was it was tremendous, just tremendous. Well, I was reading an article off of the Power of the Future this morning, and that's where I got the uh, the part in my monologue about blocking because your uh, representative in New Mexico got blocked, and I wanted to talk about that a little bit. <laughs> you you don't agree with me? You're blocked, censored, <laughs> blocked. You're out of here. <laughs> I'm going to open up the phone lines today, Daniel, if you don't mind. Anybody? wants to keep it on topic we're going to talk about climate change or the future of energy uh, maybe the g7 if you kept a uh, close watch on it 877-895-5410 is the is the number to call 877-895-5410 and daniel and beth ann we're going to have enough power to be right back When I think of bringing America home, I think of family sitting around the table. As a young girl, it was my job to set the table. Setting the table meant tablecloth, plates, drinking glasses, and the flatware, which had to be placed correctly on the respective sides of the plates. Regardless of the time of year, sitting down at the table is an American thing to do. It's great family. Liberty Tabletop can help you set your table. They are the only flatware manufacturer in the United States of America, using high-quality 18 10 chromium nickel stainless steel all that and with competitive prices when you order use the promo code bethann to receive 10 percent off of your order visit libertytabletop.com or give them a call the old-fashioned american way 844-386-2338 that's 844-386-2338 use the promo code bethann and receive 10 percent off your purchase let's set the table and bring america home Melody Cedarstrom and CSE Talk Radio team up as Common Sense Voices of Integrity. I personally endorse Melody Cedarstrom to be your trusted go-to expert for all your precious metal needs. Experts agree a financial crisis and even collapse is inevitable. Given our government's lack of economic leadership and self-interest of those in power, it's no longer a question of if you should purchase gold and silver, but if you will purchase gold and silver before it's too late. Melody encourages you to tune in each weekday morning. Visit CSE Talk 
blogtalkradio.com. We both agree truth and education are the two significant factors in both our missions. There is a wealth of misinformation out there. Let Melody and Beth Ann help you sort through the chaos and bring you home to the truths that will ensure that you and your family are protected. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading, 1-800-375-4188 or online at dgscoins.com. Melody and Beth Ann are strong forces together working to preserve liberty and bring America home. You're familiar with Range Magazine, packed with hard, cold facts regarding the battles we face out on the range and at home. Beyond the battles are beauty and pictures and words that will take you to another place and time. CJ and Range Magazine have produced a line of hardbound books that should be a part of your home library. The most recent publication is Cowboys and Critters, containing unique photos of the people and animals that make up the ranching world. These beautiful books, which make fantastic gifts, have won numerous awards, such as the prestigious Wrangler Award, first place in journalism, Will Rogers Gold Medal Award, so many honors, great photos, and wonderful poems and stories of the West, Reflections of the West, Brush Strokes and Balladeers, The M-Bar, The Call of the Cow Country. You can't resist the art and cowboy poetry books. Visit rangemagazine.com for a complete list of prices. Call 1-800-RANGE-4-U. That's 1-800-726-4348. Be sure to let them know Beth Ann sent you. And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting with Daniel Turner of Power the Future. Visit his website. He's got a lot of good information there at PowerTheFuture.com. Pretty interesting stuff and uh, from all different directions, PowerTheFuture.com. Daniel, we already have a couple of callers. I think I've starved them. I've been uh, kind of uh, soloing it here lately, and we have some callers that have comment or questions. We have Roger in New Mexico. Roger, how are you today? Just fine. This is great information you guys are divulging. I want to tell you something that very few people know. Our, our situation now with all the oil that we have, it's all, it was all planned 60 years ago. In 1960, that's 60 years ago roughly, um, I received a letter from Oklahoma State Senator. He said the United States has to make a decision. Do we develop domestic oil? We have to build pipelines. We have to build refineries. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to invest in ocean-going pipelines, super tankers, and we're going to go overseas and suck up all the cheap foreign oil from the OPEC nations. <laughs> and the one we're going to use mainly is Venezuela. And when the cheap, key word, cheap, T-H-E-A-P, when the cheap oil disappears, we throw a switch. We built our, pipe, our refineries along the coast so we could receive the Super tankers. This is all Did written you, in a paper. I should have kept it. I was, go, was going to ask you if you kept it. I was going to ask you. I'm going to go to Daniel and see. And thank you for your call, Roger. I'm going to ask Daniel if he's heard any of any of that before. I, I haven't heard any of that. But I, but but what doesn't surprise me is uh, um, we've known for a long time that we are a blessed nation with tremendous energy resources, and we've known that we can use it for good and to make the world a better place. And so. Um, it doesn't surprise me that we keep discovering more oil and gas, and and we can even discover more coal. We can discover there's minerals and rare earths we can discover, too. So it doesn't Absolutely. surprise me that there were people 60 years ago who knew that. All right. We're going to go to Roger. And, I mean, sorry. We're going to go to uh, – I lost his name. Joe in Arkansas. <laughs> Joe, how are you today? Sorry about that. Oh, I'm 
Yeah, I'm still getting by. And how are you, Beth? I'm doing great, thank you. All right. Your what comment? I thought about was I recently, I recently read a book that's really good on the whole issue of cattle and climate change. It's called Defending Beef, and the author's name is Nicolette Han Neiman, and she's an environmental lawyer, and she was a vegan, and then she married a rancher out in California. And the really good thing about her is that she she's really concerned about environmental issues. She takes them seriously, but she's also independent minded and doesn't just go with whatever's politically correct. Good. You know, she really studies the science of things and find out what's really what's what. And so what she found is so she decided to study the whole issue of whether cattle are really harmful to the environment and cause destructive climate change and all this kind of stuff. And she really looked into it, and the conclusion that she came to was that uh, cattle and other animals, and uh, and the conclusion that she came to was that, yeah, there is environmental damage from animals if they're kept in the factory feedlot, you know, conditions, the factory farming conditions that the big corporations are more and more pushing on all the farmers. You know, the big chicken houses, the big hog houses, all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But when they're raised in the sort of natural way, you know, as family farmers have been doing for thousands of years, and when especially when cattle are raised on pasture in the natural sort of way that most of the cattle raising is done in in America by, uh, she says, uh, then they are actually extremely good for the environment, that they help build healthy soil, which takes carbon out of the air. So that on the net, you know, when cat shows, so the main thing she emphasizes here is, you know, personally, I don't think that the increase of carbon dioxide is really a really a problem, but she takes it seriously. Mm-hmm. She thinks it is. But the conclusion that she came to with studying the whole thing very scientifically, very well, very thoroughly, was that when cattle are raised on pasture, um, uh, then what they do is they help they help so much to enrich the soil and build the soil that the net effect is to take carbon dioxide out of the air. So right. it is uh, it is uh, a so cycle this, of this things. Goes, <laughs> yeah. And so this shows more, you know, that these people like uh, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and all these political types, you know, that don't really know any science or anything like that and don't really care about the environment. They just want to score score political points to increase their power, increase taxes and all this kind of stuff by using this issue. You know, this this shows again that they – uh, that they're just playing politics because they ignore people like this Nicolette Han Niemann that show, you know, scientifically really well, you know, uh, the, the truth about the truth about these various issues, such as okay. that uh, cattle, when they're raised the right way, they help the environment. They they help bring down the carbon dioxide in, in the air instead of okay. adding to it. All right. I appreciate the call. And we're going to have a show on that here uh, in the near future, I hope. We're reaching out to someone for that. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate the call. You know, uh, speak, speaking of cattle, Daniel, the only thing I wished, you know, I would have liked to have seen the reaction of AOC if she'd have been going down the the uh, side road somewhere in Missouri or Nebraska where there's just uh, fields full of cattle. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen that. <laughs> Grazing yeah. cattle. <laughs> exactly. That's you know, it's just such we talked about that on Friday and, and it is it still angers me when I think of her oh, making me too. that video. Um so yeah, I won't get angry and talk about it. I'll just pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> I got home that night and my husband said, Man, you guys were kinda of rough on AOC. I said, Well she deserved yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah, she's well, rough enough. And, and and unlike oh your, your your caller your caller who knows what he or read this book, but the author who knows what she's talking about with cattle, 
AOC doesn't know what she's talking about with cattle or with That's farming true. or with rural America, but continues to opine as if she does. Yeah, exactly. Well, I wanted to. I wanted you to uh, tell the listeners a little bit about what happened to your representative there um, from Power the Future in New Mexico uh, with um, Mimi Stewart. Yeah, it's just a very interesting uh, um, anecdote of how the open-minded left is the most closed-minded and intolerant folks uh, in the nation or in, in the world of politics. And and uh, Larry Behrens, who is our state director there in New Mexico for Power of the Future, um, was blocked on social media by, by a state senator. Uh, she is leading the charge for New Mexico's version of a Green New Deal, which is as corrupt as devoid of science and fact and math as the regular Green New Deal, but it was pushed at the state level. It was forced through, um, and all the things that, that we joke about, how if you want to drill a well or you want to look at a coal mine, the environmental impact studies can take decades. But when you propose 100,000 acres of wind turbines, you get that permit overnight. And that's exactly what happened in New Mexico. Um, just a very corrupt piece of legislation. And and so since we are pushing back on it and calling out the corruption, the state center just doesn't want to hear from us anymore. No, doesn't is tired of seeing us being retweeted or seeing us in the news on social um, and so has blocked him. And I just find that funny because, again, they are the open-minded <laughs> ones. They're the ones that want to hear all sides. Um, and they are just whatever the left accuses you of is who they really are as a person, which is why on oh, the that's right, for you sure. don't, yeah, well, that's why you and I don't have to go around calling people names because uh, made up names, right? We will call out injustice when we see it, but we don't have to go around saying, oh, Beth Ann is a this and Daniel is a that. The left, whatever they accuse you of being falsely, it's that's because that's are. who they really are as a, as a, as a people. Well, and I, I do believe, you know, they uh, a minute, the very minute or second that they find out you are a climate change non-believer, <laughs> mm -hmm. you're discounted completely. Absolutely. None, nothing you have to say has any value. You don't have any value. You are just nothing in their eyes. So they will totally, completely ignore the rest of what you have to say. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point, And that's how they want to um, weed out from the conversation people whose ideas they don't want to listen to or people with whom they disagree. And that's kind of what the big tech companies are doing right now, right? That's the, that's the, the we haven't heard this phrase in a while, but remember the fairness doctrine. People were talking about that um, during the Obama years, how they hated the fact that Fox News was getting so big and talk radio mm -hmm. and programs like yours. And we need a fairness doctrine to force Beth Ann to have 50-50 time and, and, you know, this is how they shut down debate and discourse. Um, they don't want to engage. They don't want to uh, really have a conversation. They want to impose their will by any means. L look at the folks running for president. Everything they say as president by executive order, I will take away your guns, stop charter schools. Uh, they will force socialism one way or another. 
The only choice they want you to have is abortion. <laughs> That's pretty much the only choice they want to give you. You're listening exactly. to CSE Talk. <laughs> You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting today with Daniel Turner of Power the Future. Visit his website. Join this cause because this is a good cause. The future of the United States energy. And there's lots yet to learn, and there's lots yet we can offer up. PowerTheFuture.com. PowerTheFuture.com. They have lots of articles there for you to read, and there's some of them are just make you angry, and some of them are just plain fun. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. The number to call is 877-895-5410, and Daniel and Beth Ann will be right back. Beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain, for companies that stay with us through thick and thin and pain. Join us as we celebrate the companies who support this nation, support CSC Talk Radio. Our All-American Market page hosts companies who are now affiliates and sponsors of CSC Talk Radio. My Pillow, McCall's Candles, Liberty Tabletop, and there's more to come. Whether you contact them via website or by phone, you have to use the promo code BETHANN. These companies have endured the economic storms of bad trade policies and U.S. regulations, and they have earned your business. They take pride in their products. So visit the new webpage, csctalkradio.com, and click on the All-American Market button. That's csctalkradio.com All-American Market button. And always use the promo code BETHANN. For centuries, those who raise, breed, and work with animals have been revered and lauded for what they do. Today, across America, the rights to own and raise animals are under attack by animal rights activists and their increased influence on government and non-government agencies. This onslaught regularly violates protection from legal search and seizure and a citizen's right to due process of the law, all of which are outlined specifically in the U.S. Constitution. Protect your animals, your animal enterprise, and your property from this abuse of power with a membership to the cavalry group membership provides immediate access to their team to protect law-abiding animal owners and animal enterprise against unwarranted search and seizure and false claims they also work to protect their members interests legislatively at the local state and federal levels get the shield that protects you your animals and your property join the cavalry group today call 855-748-4210 or go to their website at thecavalrygroup.com CSC Talk Radio is making available two pocket-sized booklets which will arm you with the truth. President Lincoln said, study the Constitution, let it be preached from the pulpit, proclaim the legislatures and enforced in courts of justice. The Citizen's Rule Book is a pocket-sized booklet containing the Bill of Rights, our Constitution, and much more, explaining our rules, a must-read and a convenient to carry. Keep one in your pocket, one in your car, and one in your purse. The second punch of power is Sheriff Richard Mack's victory for state sovereignty, understanding that our 
states' rights supersede federal laws and mandates is vital and valuable information. The Supreme Court victory of Mac Prince versus USA is a victory for all states. $5 will put power in your pocket. Order now. Send $5 to CSE Talk Radio. Let me know you want a pocket full of power. Post Office Box 73, California, Missouri, 65018, or order online at csetalkradio.com. $5 is a small amount to pay for a pocket full of power. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling one 800 Nine seven eight six one six eight, and use the promo code Bethann to get thirty percent off plus free shipping. We have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're going to go back to Daniel. He's got lots of things that are going on. I'm going to told him I'm just going to kind of turn it over to him. There was a couple of topics that I really wanted to hear from him about. One was the uh, the fires in uh, the Amazon, and also the debate coming up in September. So I'm going to just kind of turn it over to you, Daniel. Well, the, you know, the fires in the Amazon are – this is an example of how the media jump on a story that they know really nothing about, but it does and fulfill a narrative. Right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, the media loves the narrative, and, and this is a fun example. While they're in the G7 uh, uh, to talk about how the Amazon, the lungs of the earth, if you, if you see every time – they talk about the Amazon fires. They keep using this quote, the lungs of the earth. Um, <laughs> investigative journalists have tried to find a citation, a scientific citation, for this claim that 20% of the world's oxygen comes from the Amazon. Um, but it's repeated. Emmanuel Macron, the, the president of France, repeated it. So it's, it's used over and over again. The photos that people from Emmanuel Macron to Leonardo DiCaprio have put on social media have been from fires in India, fires in um, Peru from 1994. Uh, they're not even current photos of the Amazon. I mean, I'm not an expert in world geography, but if you show a picture of <laughs> India and say the Amazon is on fire, I think you're off by at least a couple miles, correct? (laughs) At least a couple. (laughs) Just a few. The fires in 2016, um, which did get out of hand. Now, let's explain what's going on. Brazil is a third-world country, and in a lot of third-world countries, they have third-world practices, and farmers burn most of their fields. I'm mm-hmm. sure there are parts of America where farmers maybe burn their field, but I don't think it's yeah. as widespread, right? Um, the fires at certain points did get out of hand. There's no doubt about it. 
But you know what's interesting? This same time in 2016, the fires were worse. Why was it not in the news? And I'm wondering if it's because someone who was president at the time or we were going into an election that this wouldn't have been an interesting issue. I don't know. Like I, I'm trying to think why this wasn't a topic in 2016. But I don't remember hearing about the crazy Amazon. I remember hearing about these fires at this time every year that the farmers – this is not old-growth trees from the real – investigations coming out of brazil this is farmland with low one year or half year growth that is being burnt to clear for more farmland um but yet the media jumped on it world leaders oh my you know Uh well you know the the polar bears are dying out yes and the rainforests are burning up and we have climate change daniel Yep, and we need to all jump on this. <laughs> stop and, using and, steel. Stop using coal. Stop using oil. <laughs> Just <laughs> exactly. And Bernie Sanders began his his climate change uh, proposal, the one that I spoke with you about on Friday, with an awful lot more yes. anger in my voice. <laughs> but he began it by <laughs> saying the Amazon is on fire, as if this is a new man-made climate-driven consequence. And in fact, this happens in this part of the Amazon every year. And this year is no exception, but Rick, this year is a Green New Deal year, and it does help the media narrative. Reality is they're not going to let truth and facts cloud their climate change hoax. No. <laughs> they're just not going to let it happen. And uh, it doesn't matter to them. You know, they never debate anyone on the other side of that issue. No. They discount them. They never debate them. They never look at any other science. You know, so, the the beauty of true science is that it never stops. Now, they say it's a done deal. Science is over on this. But science is never over. Exactly. And as one of the scientists that I, I talked to here recently said, well, if it's over, why are they still spending money on research? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. Why are they That's Why are they still point. throwing money at these uh, uh, these climate change uh, scientists that come up with the correct data for them? I mean, why exactly. are they? If it's done, why Why are they still doing that? There's a wonderful video that your listeners can can uh, watch, and I'll if I'll get a chance to send you the link if you'd like to put it on your site. But it's by Prager University, which is a great site. And yes, it, it is. Has, it, it, it does break down this common statistic we hear that 98% of scientists agree, and it explains where this came from, where, because somewhere we all started using this. And next time your, your climate change friend says, well, you know, 98% of scientists agree that climate change is man-made and it's happening, just ask them, well, where does the number come from? Well, I heard it. Okay, well, that doesn't, that doesn't mean that it's necessarily accurate. And so there are these myths that we're always battling in, in, in this space and in all spaces, of course. Um, oh, but yeah. the Amazon rainforest is the most current, and it is, it is comical. Right to wa- yeah, and it's comical yeah. to watch them step over each other to out, outrage the other because, of course, it just makes they think Donald Trump look bad, and it's really kind of sad. And it is comical. Actually, if you can see through it all, which which we do, you know, the emperor is oh, yeah. naked, <laughs> as we said oh, Friday, yeah. if you can see through it, if you when you watch the mainstream media, 
every one of them says the same phrase. It doesn't matter what the topic is. You know, the topic is all let's hate Trump and prove that he's wrong, you know, and but it's always the same phrases over and over and over again. And it's no different right now with these fires in the Amazon. Mm-hmm. Now, in the last debate that the uh, Democrats had together, the last question, I believe it was, I think it was the last question, um, was what do you think is the most important thing issue? And every one of them. I think except for one, and I think she said world peace. I don't know. (laughs) Every one of them said climate change. Every Mm -hmm. one of them. And you told me that they were going to make that the uh, topic for their entire debate in September. And that has now been changed. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that. (laughs) (laughs) So there are... Yeah, there are two things that are happening. CNN, the, 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 the crazy news network, they are hosting in September, and it's not going to, to be a debate now. It's going to be a series of, of candidate town hall meetings, um, one after the other, on September 4th. But that's not good enough. The activists in the Democrat Party have wanted the party itself to have an official debate on climate change. And the head of the Democrat Party, Tom Perez, has been pushing back very hard. And the reason why, as you and your wonderful listeners all know, um, when you are dating somebody, you don't show all your crazy. Right. You don't, you, because you have to you have to hold that in. You have to wait until you really fall in love. Wait till after then, you say I do. And then you let them know a couple of the weird quirks that you have. And and but love is already going to conquer all things. And Tom Perez knows if they go on stage and 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 just talk about this topic, the American people will say, wow, that person is way too crazy to date. Um, and those are the things we break down on all the time on your show. You know, forced veganism, banning cows, uh, um, banning air travel, uh, um, you know, the combustion engine. They cannot have a whole two-hour debate um, about this subject. It's so, so Tom Perez does not want this to happen. But no concrete, a lot of crazy activists. No concrete, no steel in the buildings in New York, exactly. New York City. Uh, I don't know how they're going to... Put those things up and keep them earthquake safe because you got to have a lot of re-rod in there to keep them earthquake safe. <laughs> and uh, they, they make no sense and they know it. That's why they won't debate. So it's even comical that they want to get on stage and debate because they all agree. The only thing they're not going to agree on is the dollar. But it's exactly. all going to be a high dollar. <laughs> they just don't agree on how high, I guess. We're headed into a break. We're going to hold off on the phone calls now because we're headed into the last segment of today's show. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I'm visiting today with Daniel Turner of Power of the Future. <clears throat> Visit PowerTheFuture.com. Read those articles and join the fight. And Daniel and Beth Ann, we're going to be right back. I got everything I need. 
If Ernest Hemingway was alive today, would he say this to you? Shakespeare, Mark Twain, Edgar Allan Poe, all great writers. And after reading your book, I simply must add you to the list. Wait, you don't have a book yet. So make a free call to Page Publishing. Their expert staff can help you turn your book idea into a real book, a masterpiece that could someday make the bestseller list in hard copy and digitally all across the world. Page Publishing can help you completely take your idea for a book Write it and publish it. So if you want to join the ranks of some of the most famous authors in the world, call now for a free information kit. Turn your book idea into publishing gold. Make a free call right now to Page Publishing. 800-378-3212. That's 800-378-3212. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented MyPillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. Get a two-pack of my pillow premiums for $69.98. That's only $34.99 per pillow, which is the lowest price ever offered on radio or TV. This offer is only available at MyPillow.com or call 1-800-978-6168. Use promo code Bethann. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Hi, I'm Joan London. If you're worried about your parent or loved one living alone, like I was, and you want reliable senior care information, then call a place for mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. Finding an apartment that was on the courtyard with the view of the trees, the view of the ducks, the stream, the creek, all of that, that was what I needed. You'll get free information on assisted living, Alzheimer's care, nursing homes, even important financial information. Here's the number. To speak with a local senior living advisor, call a place for mom at 800-871-8852. That's 800-871-8852. A Place for Mom is a free service, and you can trust them to help you. So if you're struggling to find reliable senior living information, there's a place for answers, a place for mom. To speak with a local senior living advisor, call a place for mom at 800-871-8852. That's 800-871-8852. Our founding fathers knew that the heartland would be coveted by those who want the land and its resources or hated by those who simply do not understand its value. It is that simple. And yet today, the humble folks in the heartland are losing jobs and feeling the pressures from an out-of-control bureaucracy as well as outsiders with agendas. From the heartlands of America come our food, manufacturing, and our energy. CSC Talk Radio is a voice crying from the heartland and standing up for rural America. And so is Power the Future. Power the Future is a unique foundation established to be the voice for rural American energy jobs. Daniel Turner is a strong advocate pushing against those who would like to punish rural folks and take their jobs for the sake of climate change or the land and its wealth. I'm proud to be a part of Power the Future and bring Daniel Turner here to you. Our future depends on it. Let's power the future as we bring America home to common sense jobs and give our rural families a voice. Visit PowerTheFuture.us. PowerTheFuture.us is the way to bring America home. 
And we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I'm visiting today with our good friend and sponsor of Power of the Future, Daniel Turner. And uh, we're talking about the climate change and the energy. Actually, what's your promoting is you're you're fighting for rural America. You're fighting for these uh, the coal miners and uh, the producers and all that that goes on in the rural America because uh, Daniel told me, I'll never forget this, Daniel, when you first when I first started visiting and talking, you were worried about my my listeners being being all country and you being from the city if they would accept that New York accent. I said, you know what? Once you earn the trust of the rural American, you got them. And you know what, Daniel? You earned it and you got them. <laughs> well, thank you very much. That means a lot. You and your listeners have just been great friends of, of, of Power of the Futures and of mine. And uh, and being on your show is always one of the highlights of, of this job. And so I'm I'm grateful for that. Well, we appreciate it. And Daniel is here with us uh, twice a month to talk uh, energy and to talk politics. And then he comes in and gives us a little report every Friday. So we kind of enjoy that at it. And I appreciate all that you do. I know that you are on the run nonstop. And uh, I hope you have a good weekend. we got a long weekend coming up. So, Yes, and Labor Day is a great time to think about um, all the men and women who work in this space and, and all the spaces and uh, all these jobs in rural America, the jobs that do power our country, they fuel our country, they feed our country. Uh, um, you know, these are the men and women who fight for our country. And we've talked often about the, the large overarching challenge America is facing right now. It's not about energy or climate change. It's not about power of the future. It is that disconnect of the men and women in the heartland who have the jobs in mining, agriculture, ranching, farming, manufacturing, energy, et cetera, um, and the men and women in – I'm looking at the Capitol right now. I can see it from my building. The men and women who live here in Washington, D.C., who set the rules that affect them and the great disconnect that is happening between the two. Folks like AOC are just indicative of a much larger problem we have um, that that there are there is a class in DC that does not know your your community, mm, um, doesn't have friends in your community, doesn't understand your jobs, and and you know sadly there used to be a time that men and women in Congress would go and fight for folks like you, but now AOC wants to fight for climate change, right? And Jerry Nadler doesn't want to represent Manhattan; he wants to represent. Russian interference, right? The, the Congress doesn't represent their voters anymore. And and rural America is is losing its voice as people move to the city and as obnoxious urban elites like AOC get more powerful. They discredit you more and more every day. And that's the big problem America is facing. It is. And, and you know, they have labeled us out here in uh, the heartland of this nation. And it's called the heartland because that's exactly what it is. You know, your heart keeps everything going in your body. And uh, uh, that's what rural America does, whether it's in the coal mines, whether it's on the farm, whether it's in some of the factories. Now, I know there's factories in the big cities as well. But rural America keeps things buzzing and going. We food... We feed, we feed the world, we feed the United States, and we feed the world. And some of that has gone away because of bad trade uh, decisions. And now President Donald Trump is trying to turn that around. It's not going to be instant. 
and there is some pain being felt out on the ranch and out on the farm. But in the long run, if we can keep it going, we will see a big difference. We will. Because right now we have no markets. In, in rural America, the markets are all fixed. And so it, it's something that we're looking forward to, to being remembered and being seen. You know, we're like little Whoville. You know, we are here, we are here, we are here. <laughs> and, and, you know, and the next step in their agenda, um, if they cannot, if they cannot uh, you know, have the presidency ignore you because they didn't win in 16. They tried for eight years under Obama. Yes. But the heartland spoke up again. And that is why there is such a big push to abolish the Electoral College. Um, yes. That is why they need they need institutional change, because our founders recognized that, that small towns and, and rural communities have an equal voice. Um, and, and so you mentioned this the other day. They always talk about America as a democracy intentionally because we're not yes. a democracy. We are a republic. And, and that was that obnoxious video that that child uh, Ocasio-Cortez filmed on Instagram, pointing to the heartland, saying, where are the voters? You know, where is the Electoral College? Um, that's the arrogance of the urban elites who who do not think that you deserve an equal voice. Um, and, and so abolishing the Electoral College is a really big step. And uh, But we're not there yet, and that's why they have no. to try to make an appeal. That's why they're all at the Iowa State Fair. That's why they're all pretending to care about your state and your issues, even though they really have great disdain for you. Even even though they hate our cows. You know, yeah. it's um, I called her a little girl. You called her a child. Uh, but it's the same thing. I mean, they don't want you to have they don't want rural America to have a voice. They just want no. us to sit down and shut up. However, on the Electoral College, I want to remind my listeners and you, too, Daniel, stay aware they probably won't get it done like that. But no. what they're trying to do right now is redistrict, change the districts, change the areas, change the regions so that it incorporates the city with part of the rule. And uh, in that respect, again, they will trump, lack of a better word, mm. they will undo the Electoral College, the purpose of the Electoral College. And yeah. so you just have to be aware they're sneaky. They are. And they know they what are. they're doing. And and they crave power more than anything mm. else. Um, and, you know, eventually they'll have to come through the great state of Missouri or wherever your other listeners are from. And, and you, I encourage them to go listen to them speak, ask them difficult questions. They are filling oh, their yes. rooms right now with like-minded and sympathetic voices. And that makes sense because your great listeners, if they're not listening to this program, they are at work or involved in some sort of civic or church activity, they don't have time to go listen to Elizabeth Warren give a rally. But if they can make the time, they should go and they should try to get their questions answered. Um, if you remember back in 2016, the very biggest rally that was held for the presidential election was held by Hillary Clinton. And it was held the night before the election. And she had it on the campus of Penn State University. And she had Beyonce and Bruce Springsteen um, and Katy Perry. And they had probably close to 80,000 people there. And, and the reason why is because they were college kids who got to go to a free show. It was not yeah. a, a genuine rally. Your it folks was have to go to the rally and have their voice be heard so that these folks can be stopped. You're absolutely right. And, you know, I am... Um we just have to stay on it. 
And it's not just about electing a President Donald Trump or reelecting President Donald Trump. It's about keeping keeping things going the direction they're going. We have to stay on these representatives and these senators because they stray so easily to whoever's knocking at their door, those lobbyists. So we have to stay on them and let them remember that we are the ones that are their boss. We're out of time, Daniel. It goes so fast when you're here. I appreciate all that you're doing. And uh, we will hear from you Friday. Are you traveling on Friday? I'll be happy to call in Friday. Thanks as always, Jeff, and love being here. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much, Daniel. We appreciate all that you do to bring America home. A girl needs accessories. So does a website these days. It's not enough to have just one accessory either. CSC Talk Radio is excited to announce we have an app for that. You can now listen to CSC Talk Radio easily on your smartphones, Android, or iPhone. We have an app for that. Share this app-portant news with your friends and family. They can now join in the common sense. Calling all patriots. We have an app for that. Visit csctalkradio.com and download the app. Listen to live streaming or the show's podcast designed for Triple L. Listening later leisurely. Accessories are necessary. Join CSC Talk Radio on your phone. We've accessorized. Visit csctalkradio.com and download the app. Working with technology to bring America home. We have an app for that. CSCTalkRadio.com. CSCTalkRadio.com. Roger Simmermaker has compiled a wonderful book, My Company Tis of Thee, listing 50 Patriot American companies for your convenience as a consumer. Part of bringing America home is supporting America by supporting American companies who have stayed steadfast and loyal to keeping their companies here and keeping Americans employed. Purchase your book today. My company, Tis of Thee, is a valuable tool. Only $15.95 will bring you to the resources of 50 patriotic American companies, 50 companies that every consumer should know about. Get your copy of My Company, Tis of Thee, today. Send $15.95 to CSE Talk Radio, P.O. Box 73, California, Missouri, 65018. Or you can order online at csctalkradio.com. Reward these American patriotic companies with your business. My Company, Tis of Thee. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. Loving Liberty is proud to be a co-sponsor of Prager University's new video, Was Jesus a Socialist? by Lawrence W. Reed, President Emeritus of the Foundation for Economic Education. Watch his thought-provoking five-minute video online at PragerU.com. Was Jesus a Socialist? by Larry Reed is now online at PragerU.com. And listen to Larry every Tuesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Mountain Time on the Reed Hour here on the Loving Liberty Radio Network. 